Welcome back, beer planners. We are officially in 2023. Yay! 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 And we're here with another episode. I am DJ Melodies. I'm DJ V Loss. I am not a DJ, but I'm Vinny. What's up? It's your boy Flash. Mr. Brown's in the building. Clap it up, clap it up. So of course we gotta get to you. How did y'all bring in the new year? Let's let's put that out there. This is the first what podcast of the year. So how did y'all bring in the new year? Sleep. <laughs> I'm old. I, I was t- it was like 11:45. No, actually I think I made it just past midnight. But I, I went to sleep. I'm gonna say you didn't even watch the ball drop. No, I don't, I don't need to watch other people's balls drop. So wow. <laughs> How long were you waiting to drop that one? Uh, I don't know. What, what day is this? <laughs> Mr. Brown? Um, I actually did venture out last uh, New Year's Eve. You know, had a good time. Uh, went to a spot here in Baltimore, um, the Bygone. Uh, nice little vibes, you know. Definitely, definitely pays every friend who knows people because the charge you're getting that motherfucker was like Ooh. $400, $500. Shut upwards, up. Some upwards to $1,000. Hello, <laughs> 2006. So right. it was super expensive, but you know. How soon after you go in do you get that complimentary hand job? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> a thousand <laughs> bucks. But I mean, so yeah, it was a very expensive. It, it cost some money to get this party. But you mm. know, so I, I had paid shit, thankfully. Thanks, mm. shout out to my homeboy. Shout out to the homeboy. So, right. But you know, and then yeah, it was, it was it was nice. It was open bar, so you had to pay for drinks. It was uh, food. For, I didn't eat, but they had food there. And oh, DJ played decent ate. music. Paid that shit, shit. Yeah, if I would have paid the money, I probably would have ate. But you know, I, it was, I had I had a good time. It was nice vibes. Um, it's a nice little spot. You know, I got to dress up a little bit. You know, I, I enjoy that. So it's a good time. I'm trying to get in the house. Like, fam. Not too bad. That's normal. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That Uber ride must have been another thousand, right? Actually, we didn't have to take Uber. Oh, wow. Like, uh, yeah, because, well, I ain't going to The dude we know, the dude my, dude my friend knows, the security guard there. Oh, okay, cool. He, he actually drove back to Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, and I was chilling. Yeah, I mean, I was in the house sick, so I wasn't getting in too much of nothing on the years. Just sitting back with the wife, watching TV, you know what I'm saying, watching the ball drop, so... It's being an old man, pretty much. I had a little get together at my house with my, my little family. My mom and my uh, father came over with my niece and nephew, and my sister came through, uh, mother-in-law, and then yeah, we chilled, watched the ball drop. We did watch some balls drop. Time. <laughs> it was good time. It was a family. It was a family ball dropping watch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, watching balls drop with your family sounds wild. <laughs> no, but being old is cool. I think I was I was supposed to go somewhere in the years, and and then I just did. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. It's old. I think you know I had a great time. I do think going out for New Year's Eve is kind of overrated. So. Yeah. yeah. I had to work this um, New Year's. Um, and I loved it. It was first of all, it was weird. I was sober. Well, it's not weird that I'm sober, but on New Year's Eve, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, it's it, weird. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, did, it felt a little weird, but it also felt like it felt very adult. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, like making money, going out, making money, as opposed to spending a thousand dollars to not get a hand job at a bar. So, um, <laughs> but it was cool. It was it was a really nice gig. Um, it was a it was like international because like a lot of the bride and groom had a lot of people from France and uh, I think Spain and stuff like that. So that was cool. That was sure. cool. Made their night, which was really nice. So good times. Good times. All right. All right. So I, I was on the internet, inter- internets, and <laughs> I came across this uh, tweet from this rapper named Tay K. And it just, just it, it, once I read the backstory and all that, I just had to bring this topic to us to just, I mean, to the podcast, just to pick your brains and just see where everybody stands. So, I'm going to give a little backstory on it for the, uh, the listeners, you know, who don't know who this person is, and then we're going to go from there. So, um, he made a tweet, I'm going to read you the tweet later, but the backstory, he's a rapper from Texas, and um, he started making, right now he's serving a 55 year sentence in jail for murder and aggravated robbery. So he started making music in 2014 
and in January 2016, he and his friends were performing at um, a New Year's event. Ironic. A New Year's event. So after the event, they was leaving. They was at a red light, and there was another car next to them. The other car had some females in there and a guy. And uh, the car that Tay K was in started, the guys in that car started trying to holler at the girls in the other car. And the guy that was in the other car, you know, said back to them, chill out, whatever. And things escalated, and a guy that was in Tay K's car wound up um, shooting towards the car, around the car, or whatever. And it wound up killing the driver of the car and also injuring someone else. And in that uh, situation, Tay K wasn't convicted of anything, he was good. So, the guy who actually did the shooting wound up going to jail. So, a couple months later, maybe like, I think like six months later, in June, July actually, um, Tay K was involved in a home invasion that went wrong. So, it was this guy, he was in a trap house, he was messing with this girl, the girl wound up uh, calling some people in to try to rob him. She Apparently, she was trying to do this multiple times. So, um called in a couple people, five other people to come rob this trap house and get drugs and money. So TK was one of the people along with five other people um, and they went to the house. There there was nothing there. This is what the story is saying. There was nothing in the house. So things escalated and one of the guys that TK was with wound up shooting the person who owned the house. And TK and everybody was arrested. He was put on um, house arrest months later and on what was it so in, in january he was put on house arrest in 2017 and then by march he had cut his ankle bracelet off and went on a run <laughs> while he was on the run smart kid so he was in like some part of texas denton texas or something like that don't quote me on it um and then he he fled to san antonio texas so he cut the ankle bracelet off in march he flees by april he is involved in another situation where he was trying to rob somebody and wind up killing that person. Jesus. So then a month later, he was involved in another robbery, which ended up leaving that person unconscious. Like, he was basically dead. His man uh, uh, survived, but he basically left him for dead. After that, he fled to Elizabeth, New Jersey, and was recording music the whole time. And he wound up um, making a, a whole EP. So, we're not laughing at these people, these horrible crimes. We're it's laughing just, at the horrible decisions. Like, yeah. it's just craziness, <laughs> the backstory. So, he wound up getting captured by the feds in um, June. And the same day he got captured by the feds, he released a song called The Race, as well as his EP, where he supposedly talks about the crimes he's committed while he was on the run. So, with all that said, he goes and tweets this. Let me read y'all the tweet. He says, I bet if I was a little white kid, they would have, wouldn't have gave me no 55 years for a crime I alleged to play the most insignificant role in when I was 16. They would have rightfully argued that my mind wasn't fully developed and gave me rehabilitation and a second first chance at adulthood. One of my co-defendants was a white girl who was 16, just like me. They didn't certify her as an adult, but they certified me and Pimp, that's another one of the people that was involved in, as, adult. <laughs> as adults. Pimp got 30, I got 55. She ended up getting 10 years of probation without no deal. That girl at home right now. So I wanted to bring this to y'all because I'm like, does he have a point? Like, is, is, is the 55 sentencing too much? Um, is the race card that he's trying to play valid? The accountability in this? Where, where is it? Like, I just want to pick your brain. What are your thoughts on this? Well, the first question that comes to mind is who was convicted of what? So, what did the... You say white girl? What, the white girl. Who was she convicted of? She was the one, I don't even know what she was convicted of, but she was the one who initially put them together saying, I'm at this house, come rob this house. Ah, uh, okay. So she's a set-up person. Yeah, she's a set-up person. And what was the... And she was the one that got the 10 years probation. of probation. Well, initially, she got 20 years, but they um, appealed it, and she wound up getting 10 years of probation. And what was he convicted of? 
and he was convicted of two counts of murder and aggravated robbery. Mm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, well, <laughs> and I mean to that point, like yo, you can bring up the white girl, but I only heard one situation where the white girl was involved. You had three, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I hear you, but it sounds like you might be where you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Now, the only thing that I would disagree with is if they were using his rap lyrics. I feel like that's a separate thing. I feel like... And they did use his rap which lyrics. Which, that part I don't agree with. But, but this, if you did what you did, then you gotta take that. This part kind of reminds me of an episode of The Wire where they had Bunk looking for, uh, what's the name's gun? The other cop's gun. And so so they were, so he put it out in the jail. Like, if anyone knows about the gun, he can help him get some, some time shaved off or help him with the time. And one guy comes in, he was like, all right, I can tell you where the gun is, but you got to help me get up from under these murder beasts. And Bunk mm-hmm. said, how many? And the dude just looked off to the side and put his, and put his hand up was like four. Jesus. Wow. That, that doesn't work that way. Right. He's a little. <laughs> right. Um, this just sounds like what a lot of kids are. When, when did this happen? When, when did this first thing happen? 2016. So, okay, so it's along the same line of generation I'm, I'm talking about. It, it's these kids kids want to go out here and do this wild ass shit and get no consequences for it. And that's what it sounds like. And and it sounds like that's what this kid's about. Like he, he wants to go, he wants to be a thug. He wants to live that life with no consequences. And it's it's ridiculous. You he got off for the first murder. You would think at that point you learn your lesson. You're like, okay you know, this is God getting me out of this situation. I should learn my lesson. But no, you want to live that life that you rap about? All right, bet. In fact, you you said he got off a second time, right? Like, didn't he? Well, the first time was when his, they were after that uh, New Year's event. Right. Person in a car. Right. Nothing happened to him. And right. That was only six months prior to when he did mm. the home invasion. That's mm. what he was on probation for, right? He didn't yeah, get he anything. Charge no charge for the uh, shooting, but right, he got probation for the drug house joint. Yeah, he got, he got, no, he got uh, house arrest. So yeah, they arrested arrest. him and then they was argued to release him on house arrest. That alone is and a gift from God. three months on house and arrest. He, he, Shorty, you got, duh, you was involved in the whole murder, you got house arrest? Right. Shorty. Here's what I'm confused about. Take that and run with it. His tweet says uh, he got 55 years for the most insignificant part of the world, but he was convicted of two murders and a robbery. Right. So that's what's and you on house arrest, technically. What, what was the... Right, what, that's what, another what, thing. What's the more significant part of this? I, I guess I guess that's where I'm confused. And yeah. also, and, and, and it's so typical, and I, I, I don't mean to sound like that old fuck, but it's typical of you do something wrong and you run to the internet for sympathy of what you've done. Um, and I, and he, he's absolutely where he belongs because he is a... The law is to stop people from being a threat to society. And that's what this kid is. He's clearly a threat to society. Because he's shown... You got off twice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, house arrest isn't necessarily getting off, but you ain't get what you deserve. Yeah. yeah I feel like we all sound mad Republican, but... So, at the point where you got, you, got 50, you, got a, you got 55 years and not life without parole, and you have two bodies that you were convicted yeah. of, again, I'm not saying what he did or didn't do. I'm just saying that's what the conviction is. That, that actually seems like they, they they might not have like ran as like crazy as they probably could have depending on the state. I don't know what state he's in. If it's Texas or Texas. New Jersey, he's in a state of oh, confusion. It's Texas, he like mm-hmm. he didn't get the death penalty. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, though, right? Like, I mean, I don't even think we sound Republican. I think we sound rational. Yeah, and like, <laughs> normal person, which is totally against being a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I say, wait, you flash? Are you calling Republicans rational? <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Now. <laughs> what happened to you during New Year's? <laughs> no, but it's funny because um. I just want to take a quick digression on when they was about the rap lyrics and the song The Dash. I was listening to a clip of the race. The race. The race. My bad. The race. And um, I was listening to Lil Boosie do an interview, and he was talking about how when he was on trial and he was facing a death penalty, he said for three straight days before they explained any evidence, all they did was play songs about talking about how he was killing people. Like three straight things, all mm. types. Every song he's ever done that had killing in it, they played, mm. which already painted the jury a certain way, painted a picture to the jury in a certain way. Mm. So it's like 
at this point, it kind of dumbs down a lot of the facts because you're already painting this picture. I'm this type of person, even though I may not even be that. And I do feel like it's messed up in a rap perspective because speaking of Republicans, when they had the January 6th hearing with Marjorie Taylor Greene, they brought up all of these Facebook posts she put up. Overthrow the government, defund the FBI, we need to get rid of this and get rid of that. We need to overthrow and hang them and start this. And all of these just like just treasonous, treasonous, mm. terrible quotes. And all she said was, I don't recall. I don't recall. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing happened. It's a good that. defense. Yeah, you know I'm saying? <laughs> it's a good defense. But when you take a rapper that does a song and then you can't you hold him to that same standard. You can't use that as a sole reason that you won't convict. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Now, granted, if I rap and let's say that I left the I rap, I left the gun under the bridge, and you just so happen to go under the bridge and find that gun and my fingerprints on it, different story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can't use the song by itself as evidence. I feel like that's messed up. I agree. Yeah, I yeah agree. but it sounds like that wasn't the case. Yeah, no, 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 for this dude, he got what he deserved. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, they did use it, but also he did what he did. So it's like, right? You don't have your argument is. I mean, just that you. Went off when you was on house arrest. And yeah. took That's off. Very, I mean, that I, by itself. I have a small. I'll say this. I'll say this. Cause I, I mean, I, I have very, very little sympathy for his case, but this, at a human level, I guess I just think it's by the fact that he, he did a lot of fucked up shit at, at such a young age. You know, at sixteen, you know, again, I get, I get the argument he was trying to make. I guess in comparison to himself to the, the white, the white girl. I guess in the case, like you know, our, our brains aren't fully developed. That's totally true. It is. Right, but you took but, somebody's and, life. Yeah, but at the same, but at the same time, you know, you, you're taking you, you, at that age, you do know right from wrong. I, I, so yeah. Police know so, killing a motherfucker is wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. at that point, you know killing you someone also, is. It's not even just killing someone. You kill two people. Yeah. You, kill, you kill two people while in the commission of other crimes, <clears throat> one being a robbery and two being on the run violating the house arrest. And he's really lucky. And so, yeah, it's like, so. That first charge alone, because you know, I know in some states, like, they'll just, you get, you'll get, if, if someone, let's just, if someone else, if someone gets murdered as a result of y'all trying to, like, say, rob somebody, for example, you, the whole group will get committed just because someone got murdered, even if, right. you, if, you, if, even if you didn't shoot, you know, so, so that, you know, so, you know, it all, that shit always varies states to say, he, he sounded like he, he down south, so he really loved the fact first when he ain't getting nothing. That's what happened with Ahmaud Aubrey's killers, like, they yeah. were all, like, convicted of murder, you know what I'm saying, because they were all involved, even though they all didn't necessarily pull the trigger. It's, it's the same thing with, like, if a girl says that she got raped, if if four guys are in there, all of them going down for rape. Yep. Well, exact same it, thing. It depends on how the law is written for the state. Well, that's true. Right. Yeah, it all varies. Which is also yeah. why I asked what state what state they're in because yeah, in some states you can be convicted of murder even though you're not the trigger person. Right. Um, but that just depends on how the law is written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say again, quick digression: who I do feel sorry for right now is Young Thug because watch that man go through what he's going through and all these people under him. Are, Allegedly taking deals is like bad for him because again, that's another one. They're using rap lyrics to like try to paint a racist guy on these Rico charges, which is terrible. It's potentially you know bad if he's innocent. Well, he really I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> I don't think he's innocent. I'm not <laughs> even gonna pretend like I think <laughs> he's innocent. Ain't his hands, he done been in something, right? I'm sure he has, but, he's trying something wrong, so but catch him the fail. Oh, right? You know what I'm saying? That's all oh. I'm saying. Do your job the right way, well, catch him the fail. Way, way. way. Like people say that as if the Italians wasn't uh, telling on each other. Like if these the, crime syndicates or whatever people need to get charged, we'd be like, there's so many people involved. Don't use my rap lyrics. Like if you can catch me outside of that. But you just said if I say I put the gun under the bridge. And you find it in my fingerprints on it, yes. Right, but you can't means, use just the lyrics, I had the gun in the bridge. Like, well, see, saying, so you had a gun in the bridge. I don't think some of these cases, or at least this one and maybe potentially the thug case, I don't think, it doesn't sound like they're using specifically and only mm-hmm. rap yeah. lyrics um, or just lyrics or, or, or statements that would normally be protected under free speech as a means of convicting people. But like you said, like that whole scenario of like, yeah, I did it, I put the, rat, I put the, 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 the smoking gun under the bridge, here's mm-hmm. the bridge, here's the address and all of that. That's mm-hmm. just... Like you just it, it reminds me of there's like a, a thing I think there's like a Mexican song style where like the the cartel people will or whoever will hire like like singers to like <laughs> make songs about the crime they did. Mm-hmm. The difference is here, if you're making a song about the crime you did, you're going to like you're you're putting yourself like just that's not fair though because you got a lot of artists that rap about doing drugs and everything else and they never get whatever one charge you have artists that rap about well that's different because you're not it's not illegal to do drugs it's illegal to possess depending on where you at right but so like so now if you were saying people are saying I smoked the blunt last week 
and it, and, and, and did some crack, and then that person is getting arrested for, for, for using crack, that's different. That's what happened with Bobby Smurda. They didn't have any hard evidence. It was, they literally used the songs. It wasn't like we had all evidence, you did this. It was, yo, you rapped about, I'd be with this person, this person, and this person, so now you're indicted in the RICO. And that's, again, that's unfair. But that's so, so unfair. That, again, that becomes different because of how RICO works. Right, but I'm saying, again, you have to, you should have to prove that. The same with Gunner. You, you should. should have to prove that I'm doing something versus me being associated with him on a business standpoint. That doesn't mean I'm in that game. Yeah, and, and purely that I'm doing something engaging in that organizational activity. And to be fair, I don't think that I don't. I'm, I'm probably even more. I don't know what a better word is for extreme, but I don't think that speech, period, should be used explicitly to convict someone or indict right. someone. Because you can say um, anything. Exactly. Crime. You can exactly. say but, anything. But I also so like that whole Marjorie Taylor Greene thing, like. I mean, if it was free speech, if it falls under free speech protection, it just is what it is. Cool, but, but they make it the, universal to everybody. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But I, I agree. But on the flip side of that, if you know, like, like, let's say <laughs> you know what you did, don't go record it. Absolutely. Like, let's okay, let's make it less violent. If you're married mm-hmm. and you had a threesome with some chicks the night you told your girl, yeah, that you you told your girl or your wife or your whoever. That you were going to be, you know, hanging with your friends at church on watch night. Mm-hmm. And you say, yeah, on this day, at this time, I had a threesome with these chicks. And your girl looks at, hears your song, and then checks that, cross-references it, and says you cheated. You can't get mad. You know what you did. But the key Why are you recording it? But the key word you just mentioned is cross-reference. So that means you don't maybe went on Facebook or social media or something like, oh, Put two or two together. All right, here we go. Right. But you're not like, oh yeah, you made this song. But if well, you, you but cheated. if you sprinkle that, if you sprinkle that breadcrumb, if you don't sprinkle that breadcrumb, you don't have to worry about anyone trying to follow the trail. It but it's not right. right. It's not about what I get that, but it's all about at the end of the day how you're going to enforce it. Like, does it make good common sense? No. But Kyle Rittenhouse didn't make sense when he did what he did, but he still didn't get locked up. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about necessarily your right or wrong decisions about. What you're going to be held accountable for, and to me, your rap lyrics shouldn't be held accountable. But you know how you avoid all of that? Going back to going back to this example, you know how you avoid all of that? Don't do it in the first place. All right, fair enough. Cool. Don't say it. So, but I'm saying if you if you if you don't, no one's perfect. But this fucking kid knew what he was doing. We we yeah we agreed that this kid right yeah yeah well yeah wait wait a minute. I'm not advocating no, we're, we're off in this issue. He's, he's, he's a fucking <laughs> idiot. We're talking about the broader, right. the broader, broader topic. So exactly. I, we're talking about defending ourselves if we ever get into, <laughs> into <laughs> trouble. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Trap uh, house home invasion. Yeah. And Young yeah. Thug. I'm under the free Young Thug. Like, I'm a little biased. Oh, man. I'm not even a Young Thug fan. I just don't like the way they're doing 100%. I just don't like the fact they're using rap lyrics to bring everybody in, especially Gunna. But that was messed up. And I don't like the way they're trying to... He's in social media, too. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. All that's messed up. Social media but, is another thing. But again, Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't get help to that test that when they had our friend. So I'm like, yo, keep it consistent. That's all I'm so, saying. Four, keep it consistent. Four words. Just shut the fuck up. Well, that's five when he had the judge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what, why are you talking about stuff you know you did? Like, we're not talking about burden of proof. If you know you did it, why are you talking? Right. Why are you singing? Why are you... Why are you crooning? Because isn't the whole purpose of rap supposed to be And this is this brings me to my next point. I blame our generation for what these young kids are doing as it relates to the culture. Um, Kid Cudi. Oh, what can I just say that real quick? Yeah, because I'm totally agreeing with you, and and, and it's a state of of hip hop we cannot seem to escape. Uh, Kid Cudi said that when are we going to get out of this money cash hoes? Kid Cudi needs to shut the fuck up. Sorry, right. he does. Wait, does that Can't mean I can still shit. talk or no? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't care. I Was Kid Cudi another word for Darren? <laughs> but when like, you when you squint and turn your head, <laughs> you but like, but but uh, but his point is like, we, like we have to evolve. We have to evolve. Says the man that wears dresses when he raps. Go ahead. Oh shit. Oh, oh, does he? He does. He did. I'm saying that live. All right, well let's check that out. Some of the Kurt Cobain dress. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it, it was skirt. 
Well, I mean, uh, says Young Thug, uh, Liker. For sure, for sure, one hundred percent. Southern Belle dress. Right. Yeah, I didn't say like the way he dressed. Though. Oh, that right. is a good point. Hey, I forgot. About I am that. not defending Young Thug's dress routines at all. That's that suspect is all else. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, pretty sure he like sure. photographed kissing dudes too. But maybe, maybe. Well, Cuddy's point was. Cuddy's point was, when are we gonna get out this money, cash, hoes, uh, phase of rap? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to a much broader thing, going back to what you were saying, and I'll, I'll pass it back over to you, is that that, that has very harmful, um, um, the very harmful roots into a generation. Because when we were growing up, we were at the clash of, you know, we knew who KRS-One was, and they were like talking about, you know, civil rights and stuff like that, and we merged into the money cash hoes thing. So we know better. You know what I'm saying? These kids don't know any all they know is the money cash hoes and then it goes to to partying with drugs and, and all this kind of stuff. Drill. Yeah. So so they don't they don't have that balance that we had. Alright, so I'm about to maybe contradict the point I was gonna make is that I, I can't rock really with Kid Cuddy's point for reasons. One Ironically, like Money Cash shows, the song came out during our generation. Two, cloth talk has been a part of rap and hip hop since the beginning of rap and hip hop. Like you can you can go like and is, and hip hop has always been about balance. Like you got the woke shit being talked about, and some artists lean more into it than others. But you also had the cloth talk over here. Like so, I, that's my thing. Like Cuddy is Cuddy is over there. Cuddy's been making like very specific type of music. Or like you talk about specific subject matter, but just because he doesn't talk about money, cash, or quote unquote sort of stuff all the time, I don't think that's the case. I, my point was going to be like I blame my generation because these kids think that they have to talk about their their crimes or wax because, and I say that because they so those kids were young. These kids that are adults, these that are rappers now were young in the early 2000s. So they hear, uh, uh, they, they, they heard like, like, you know, music that we were adults listening to, like Later J, Later J, 50 or whatever, and they think, oh, I have to do this, not knowing that a lot of that stuff was either like completely fabricated or like somewhat fabricated, or even if it was real, they like would like either change names or only make short reference to, references to it that weren't provable. Like, who knows if Jay Z lost ninety two bricks? I mean, we don't know. It like, went you can't from, prove it. It went from the the drug dealer's homie telling the story of his right. friend, and the rapper. Then it came to oh, our generation in uh, two thousand trying to be that, but not really that. Mm, and right. then now getting clowned for not really being yeah, that. Exactly. Now you got these kids like we going. We keeping it. We being real. We keeping it real. So. Yeah. Right. I, it was like, what? No, no, no. I was just gonna say, like Rick Ross. Everybody made fun of Rick Ross because he was a CEO, and you know he he would make references to things like I've seen or observation stuff like that. But that's what rap. That's what a lot of rappers were at mm-hmm. some point. The rappers weren't the ones actually doing the thing. The rappers was the one who was homies or knew the dude mm-hmm. that was doing the thing, and would hear these stories and then turn it into mm-hmm. into yeah. art. Right. But we listening so, to that music, thinking that they really doing it, not realizing they're just telling a story. Then we start trying to do it, but we're not really like that. You get clowned for not really being like that. Right. Now these new evolved kids is like we like that, right. and we like oh shit. So I gotta disagree. I think that even back then they were 100 percent like that. Not everybody, but you had a good amount. You had Pop who was like that. You had a Biggie who was like that. Was he? Who? Big, Big Mom said Big he had a whole shootout with police. What you mean? That's different. That's not. I mean, that's about as gangster as you can get. I mean, well, like, I'm talking about I've heard the, different the, stories about Pac around Baltimore, but they're not my stories. But they were all in Baltimore too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the point. Like, he had a lot of stuff going on, and at the end of the day, he he followed through with a lot of stuff he was talking about. You know what I mean? Same with Biggie. You know what I mean? Same with Jay. You know what I mean? People corroborated those stories. Like, yo, yeah, they really were out here like that. You know what I'm saying? So that was always out there. Now, whether at now the percentage of rappers. That we're doing that, we'll never know. But we do know they're wild. But you and, and hold on, sorry, sorry. my only other point with that is my issue. I feel like as society, they try to escape go rap instead of accepting accountability for the situation they put them in that caused that rap. 
Like, you can sit back and blame rap for them rapping about drugs and killing and everything else, but you put them in that environment in the first place. Drugs came from somewhere. Rappers weren't the first ones that created drugs. Murdering was happening before rap was even thought about. You know what I'm saying? Illegal activity was being done, period. Heroin, all that stuff was done before rap. So now you're trying to blame rap for the reasons it's going on? Nah, chap, that's not how that works. Y'all put us in that situation. We use rap as an art to reflect about it. And now you want to try to scapegoat it because y'all created these problems in the first place. That's not fair. I think that... Um, Woo! Woo! <laughs> I, I, I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the first time Flash and Vinny have ever agreed on anything. <laughs> nah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, I think both points, both, point, they, both of y'all points are valid. It's, it's all like trickles down from shit. You know, so I stopped... Like, not, not shit. But you know, so you know how, okay, prime example, you know how like, a lot of people like... Certain people, especially some um, certain people of fair skin persuasion, hate when people say, "Oh, this is all you know, this this is from slavery." You know what I'm saying? But in reality, you gotta think like it wasn't all that long ago. A mm-hmm. and B, because of you know how most of us who are I think the term now I've heard found out is Ados, who are you know black people. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Of, I was I don't know what exactly the sentence. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the sentence of slaves, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, um, it, what, yeah, America, that's what it, yeah, there you go. And the so same people talking about. YouTube a couple of years ago. Who? The uh, Ados, whatever it's called. They was going hard on YouTube a couple of years ago. On election oh, night. Every oh, comment this? was like, we need to do this for this. But, you know, because it, that, that said that we started as slaves, then they barely slowly released us. And then once we were, we were promised us some shit, took it back. Never, it never got the shit to do, the reparations or whatever we were doing. And still made it hard. And, and then, 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 now, and then to your point earlier, you like, put this in, us in these communities where we were forced to like to eat, to feed our families. We had to do, some of us had to do some mm-hmm. fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you know, so all, all this shit stems from that. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I agree. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that like, I think like the main thing is, is like even rappers who, who might have been like active and, and what they were doing, right? I don't. I just recall like like vague references, and like right now the lyrics of like many minutes kind of playing through my head, so I might mm-hmm. be wrong in mm-hmm. some situations. But like, if you make like big like making vague references to certain situations, like like oh yeah, because he said how they shot me, and three weeks later he got, got shot. shot down. He didn't say I got shot. Put the hit on that nigga. They found him. I pulled the trigger. Like that's a different. That's a different thing, yeah. and that's what, what it seems like they're, they're going doing more now. Like yeah. they're saying, they're telling the entire story, um, which, again, like there's a whole like sub conversation about yeah, you probably like like Vila said, you shouldn't do the thing in the first place. But at the same time, I think that when it comes like the the using lyrics thing again, free speech is to me free speech is free speech, mm-hmm. but there is a flip side that free speech isn't free. Absolutely. So uh, you know, like I think. If you, if you did it again, if you did it, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, of course, my conspiracy hat was tingling as I was reading into this, and I wanted to like, as I was listening, looking at the timeline, I'm like, okay, so he did these crimes in on, on in this month and this year, and then before he's even like, before the year is up, he's signed. Like while he's still locked up, he's signed to a deal. Like, that's weird. So when he released the EP in, on June 30th of 2017, a month later, uh, 88, this record label called uh, 88 Classic wound up re-releasing the song to, for it to be streamed and downloaded. And then a month after that, re-released like his album. Well, actually, no, they released it in December. Released his album in December for downloading and streaming. So in my head, I'm like, okay... This guy, this this kid is doing these crimes, and then by the end of that year, he's signed. Do you mean to tell me someone just picked up on this kid all of a sudden and signed him? Or were they looking at him for some time? And then 88 Classic Records is like a sub-record um, label of yeah. RCA. So, and then in, in one article that I read, it was like a note in there saying that RCA is saying that 88 Classic uh, signed him independently and they have nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah. How do you not have anything to do with it? You are the parent because, record label. Because, the major record label, because right? they, know, they know what those, they know what they're getting into. Right. So AT&T does that themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like how you know, 
Apple probably doesn't want to be responsible when terrorists use iPhones to do crazy shit. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, a part of me really feels like this record label is kind of always behind the scenes somewhere within this year. And uh-huh. I don't know if there's like, it's some, it's some speculation is saying that TK kind of felt like he had to commit these crimes while he was on a run to boost this persona of this rapper so that it can generate in sales. I gotta show, I gotta, I'm, I'm saying I'm doing this, I gotta do it. I don't think that that's a rap or industry specific thing. Um, I look at it almost like Tiger King. You know what I mean? When he got locked up, they locked in and did a documentary while he was in jail. You know what I'm saying? It was like, they just, ca- they trying to get where the cash is. You know what I'm saying? So well, no matter where that's at, whether that's you getting locked up, whether that's you doing whatever, same with R. Kelly. You know what I mean? Like, he put out an album when he was in jail. They would have let it go had the public not been like, we don't want it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they're going to go record, month, record labels. Any top tier company is going to go where the money is, regardless. They just don't have a strong morality. Yeah, it's you're not a person. Sad as fuck. You're it's not a, you're not a per, you're, you're a business to them. Like, yeah. you're, you know what I'm saying? Right, whether you're whether you're in jail, no, whether think, you're well, we whether you're dead. Look at Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Everybody keeps saying stop giving Kanye interviews. Right. But he everybody's giving him one. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about the money. It's about they the know the, they know what, what with comes with it in terms of like views. And, For sure. Now I don't know what sure. I, I guess what I don't know. I, I wasn't really familiar with this, this kid until mm-hmm. the story came out. Really. But I don't know what kind of following he had online prior to all this. I haven't like, heard you know of him, so I doubt it was so, that big. So I've heard his name in passing. So, I, he, yeah. so I'm assuming he has... Continue I mean, to pass. If a major label... <laughs> I'm assuming... The race. Ma- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I'm assuming, like, you know, if he had he had to have some kind of online following, or, yeah. you know, if a label was showing some interest, they wouldn't they wouldn't put any... If he didn't have nobody following him, I don't think so, the label would be doing that. Something just hit me. I know who this fucking kid is. Uh, uh, not this. No, I don't know him personally. The not this year, but a prom I played at last year had had the race on there, like as a request. So that that's that's interesting. Now that you say that, didn't NBA YoungBoy do a similar thing, like when he ran from the police and did a song about it? Probably. And he got. I honestly feel like this rap game now is like the new prison, like. Uh, Sort of prison pipeline, like it's like rap the prison pipeline. You, you follow some of these kids, you're trying to find out who's who in what neighborhood, what state, and they get jammed up, and you can take all their rights from them because now they need help. I confront you this advance and give you this money, but I need you to sign over all your rights to this music oh, that shit. I'm gonna use fucking forever, regardless of what happens to you or not. So can I just point out one thing, real quick? I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think the difference is now with social media, mm. people that are the shooters are able to get themselves cut like that clout so they can get published. Like even that one dude, I forgot the name of the song. I think it was like Spot Him, Got Him, whatever. He's like, oh, Possible got yeah, shot, Tate yeah, yeah, got shot, yeah. something, something, yeah, last face hot. Like that's a dude, wild thing like, to do. Yeah. Literally, that was them just posting that on social media and then it just grew. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't nothing with the record labels. That was people listening to the song, listening to the beef. Like, oh, I want to know more. So now you can up and up and up some more. So I don't know if it's necessarily the record label saying, oh, yeah, yeah, here, I want you. Some labels do, for sure. Well, then, But I think a lot of it, too, now social media makes it way easier for you to get clout. Like, even with Little Dirt, there's a lot of Chicago rappers right now that are putting songs out because they're beefing with Dirt, but they don't have a label, so they just going to record and just dropping it because they want to have they want to have a response. 63rd, people, like, I'll hear my time, like, I've not been 63rd. People 63rd going to go put an album out. They go drop it on social media because they don't have oh. that same type of clout. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's more of that. I think social media makes it a lot broader and it makes it a lot more easy for to get people to get seen versus back in the day. No matter how gangster you were, if you couldn't rap when Ray Black Rack and thought you couldn't rap, you weren't getting signed. And that's all it was to it. So so for the sake of conversation, if the regular label doesn't sign him, what changes about this situation? Nothing. He's gonna go through the court system mm. without the top lawyer that's also trying to get him to take some plea and take his publishing and all of that. Mm. So I don't know enough to about his about his situation to rebut that. Um, but I I don't know like because he they took music he made and re-released it. Mm-hmm. Is that right? He had released it on SoundCloud initially. They released it on and SoundCloud. They re-released it. So it could be because 
So kind of like what Flash said, like it, he had to. I would assume he had some level of a following because why else would a record label like spend money to release it? Mm. Um, like you paid him whatever for the publishing, so there was some sort of evaluation, like uh, evaluation and value put on it. And so, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like how would it be different. If he if he doesn't get signed, that doesn't stop prosecutors from using like referencing his music however they did or didn't in his cases. So I'm, that's what I'm. That's all I'm trying to think. Of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess the the I guess the signing in some way gives them that. This is what people were saying. It's given. It's encouraging them to continue to act like this and had this reckless behavior because they can profit from it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about it, to the, the extent that he didn't, I would think that a 16-year-old, it's reasonable to think that a 16-year-old would understand that you don't kill people as as promo for your album. Like and that, yeah. that seems like a, like, well, it should be. I think there's a thin line with encouraging. Like, I get how on some level it's like maybe there's some level of reinforcement, but I think that's different for someone to go, oh, man, I must go kill someone now or rob someone. In order <laughs> you need to this single real quick. Yeah, right. Persona. Like, there's 86 different things you could have done between, like, that point and the point you actually pulled the trigger. You could have staged it. You could have just did skits. Just shout out Jesse Smollett. You could that's what, you know what? That's, that's exactly what um what Takashi 69 did. Like, he... He staged a lot of his stuff. No, nah, his joints really kind of was like well, him getting kidnapped and all that. No, 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 was, no, no, no. Yeah. When he he was known like when he was very first, um, like try, he, cause this, I wish I had thought of him earlier, because it goes right along with what y'all are talking about. Takashi Six Nine wanted to get in the rap, so when he very first started, he was on the same lines of what y'all are talking about. I really need to get attention. I really need to stand out in some type of way because there's a ton of other rappers out here. So we started, you know, posting like crazy ass shit, um, you know, posting stuff with with uh, with guns and all this kind of stuff, like damn near pornography, um, you know. And it got it got him buzz, and then you know we know where he is now. But it's 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 the same thing. So now it's to a point where some other person is trying to top him now. You know what I'm saying? There's an element of that somewhere in some of these artists. Like, it might not, obviously it's not all, but there's some element of that clout. I need this attention. And because my brain is not developed, I think doing it this way is going to get me that way, get me that attention that I need. I think another aspect to it, too, though, is especially depending on how big of an artist you are, a lot of times it pays for the record label to keep you from going to jail. There are a lot of record labels that front monies for lawyers and everything else oh, because absolutely. they don't want you to go to jail because they're losing money while you're in jail. But you like, must believe they own you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not all the time. Because, like, prime example, because you think a lot of artists get fronted, right? So let's say that I give you an advance of 20000 You get locked up before you put an album out. I'm down with 20000 So now I'm just trying to find a way to get my 20000 back that I just fronted you. So I'm going to pay another 10000 15000 to get you out. And then have you go from there, but I need to get that money back. So it's not always like, oh yeah, I'm going to get it because you might have signed a deal where, hey, I'm going to keep my publishing. You know what I'm saying? You might have signed a deal where, hey, look, I'm only going to take this much of advance, but then I'm getting this much money back off record sales. So it all depends on the culture you signed before you got locked up. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, like with Young Thug, it was the same thing. Kevin Lyles went with Young Thug to court, fronted all this money because he's like, yo, we can't afford to have him go to jail. He's too big of an artist for him to go. You know what I'm saying? Same with Little Boost, and they were like, yo, we can't afford to have Little Boost to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? That's why Master P got so much clout behind C Murder. People were mad at him because they were like, yo, why aren't you getting him out? And it's like, yo, I want to, but I can't. <laughs> like, he was just like, there's no amount of money that's going to sway a jury. You know what I'm saying? If they find him guilty, there is nothing I can do. I can pay for the lawyer. I can't do anything once he gets locked up. You know what I'm saying? But all that to say, a lot of times, it benefits a record label to keep you out of jail. Versus just let you get locked up and now say, I'm taking your publishing and all this because you're not making any more albums. You just stuck until you get out of jail. Mm. So, with that being said, <clears throat> my last thing is the victim's parents are suing the record label. 
What are your thoughts Trash. on that? Is the record, does the record label have any part in, you know, no, paying they, these victims' no. parents any money because they profited off of the music about their No, crime? because you... Again, it all start. I mean, it's a weird thing because we, in one sense, you put all this accountability on a child to do the right thing. Does a child know the difference between right or wrong? Yes. Is a child encourageable? Yes. So, and, and it sounds like the parents are... Um, they, they're trying to get something out of this. They just, they just want to get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, but it, it, instead of maybe looking at their son saying, son, why are you, what, what's making you do this? What is, oh, what is, no, it's the, it's the, it's the people got killed. Oh, we got killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, I'm yeah. sorry. Can we also point out, Joe, you 16, though. You're not nine. Yeah, I mean, you know the difference between killing somebody and Doing the right. That's you know true. Saying? Like, yo, know, 16 is, is way old enough to know that if you kill somebody, Absolutely. you're going to jail and you're in the wrong. Then, you're yeah, I, re- I rescind everything I said. Yeah. Then, then, <laughs> but then absolutely. Then, yeah, the parents are just are just looking for money. I don't even think it's that. Honestly, I think they just hurt and they just lashing out. That could, that's true, too. They, you know, they can get, but I think at the same time, like, again, the record label is not responsible for somebody else's bad decision. And also, getting that money isn't going to bring your kid back. Or, you know, your Sure. Your, sure, but your, you know. You know. No, for sure. There would never be, you know, but there would never be these kind of civil cases if, you know. Right. I think it's tough to differentiate where, like, the record labels might have some culpability versus them being, like, versus not. Um, I feel like we, like, did mad Republican shit today. No. <laughs> one more. You guys sound very conservative. But, but one more. Go no, 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 no. One more. I think, I just think it's, or maybe it's a problem. I just think it's, I think it's tough to to differentiate because like at what point so this this kid was on the run he killed people he made music and a video I forgot he dropped a music video too and a music video of course he did of course he did so do the are the is the record label responsible like is it that they saw and knew all of the backstory and decided this is explicitly going to make us money because of the backstory Mm. or did they just not know and looked at the analytics and said hey this kid is doing X number of streams per month on Spotify. He has X number of impressions and social. You know, we can probably monetize. Yeah, estimate we can monetize this amount from it, and didn't even take the time to look into the back. Should they be responsible for looking into the backstory of songs and stuff like that? I, I, I don't know. Well, so I ask you. It ain't no way. Well, out. they didn't know his yeah, situation. Yeah, so yeah, because you said but he didn't Maybe, get signed until well after this stuff, right? Like, but it wasn't like he was signed at the beginning. Yeah, like, it wasn't like, like he yeah. signed before this happened. Yes. Like he was making music before this happened, but he wasn't signed. They signed him in December. He did this in January, and it, he did the, the the first thing. He didn't get any um, conviction. That would happen a year prior. So let me ask you a so question. Should someone not get employment because of crime, because of crime they let, were accused of committing? Um, that I get the business aspect of it. Of you see this song going up on the charts and you want to make money from it, but like to sign someone who is already in some shit to me is just crazy. That's but what like, if he didn't get signed to a record label? What if he just got a job at Home Depot? Should Home Depot have not hired him? That's where it gets tough. That's why I said I don't know. It's hard for me but to him say. But him working at Home, Home Depot is not him profiting off of a crime he committed. But in that situation, that's like if somebody shoots somebody that works at McDonald's and you saw McDonald's because you're like, oh, well, y'all paid him so he's able to use the McDonald's money to buy a gun. No, we're not responsible for what that man does. What he does when he's not with us is his situation. I can't control that. Actually, I mean, but I think they, but they could potentially have a case because I've tr- I watched that true crime stuff uh, a lot sometimes. So it was, there was, a, it was this kind of backtracks a little bit. Well, on track a tad, but there was a situation back in the nineties where uh, I was, I was watching on Netflix. Um, it's a show, it's a, it's a series called Don't Answer the Phone. Oh yeah, I've seen it. So basically, the, the 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 premise of this is you have this this guy was like calling these different McDonald's, pretending to be a police officer. And he was he a would, correctional officer pretending to be a police officer. And basically what he was doing is he was basically forcing like these managers to sexually assault the female employees. Because what? He, oh, oh, he was accusing them. Yo, 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 y
employee of stealing, so they had to strip search the employee. What? And somebody because, fell for this? Yes. Oh my God. He was getting, he was getting the people, the employee who was accused of um, stealing, to like suck the people, the manager dick. Yeah. What? This yeah. is this is like that dude on that and Netflix. But, and, 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 what the fuck? Y'all, 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 y'all need to watch that series. But but, but, but point Bruh, being is McDonald's. It's when the, when the shit came to trial, mm-hmm. McDonald's actually lost. And they had to pay because it had happened at multiple McDonald's. They knew about it, and they knew it happened. McDonald's didn't warn their employees that this was happening. That's different because that's actually happened at the McDonald's. That's that's a little bit different. So that's a little different. But even outside of that, yo, how do you get? How do you let somebody? What part of that sounds right? You're of course stealing. So now I want you to say story. Most of these cases happen like small towns. Small towns. So you know, you're like small town America. Naive. That sounds like somebody saying you owe five thousand dollars to the IRS. You need to take off your shirt and your pants right now. It wasn't just McDonald's. It was Taco Bell too. I think Taco Bell and that Taco Bell actually warned it. How do you explain to the police? No, they said I was stealing. So now I got to go do it. I got no sidetrack. So look, officer, I know this sounds crazy, but <laughs> so, so what's the takeaway from this? The takeaway always has been stop rapping about the shit that you really don't. The fuck yes. up? No, I, I kind of act, yo, if you rap, you can rap about it, but I feel like they shouldn't be held accountable for their rap. Like, yo, find it another way. Do your job if you're a police officer or FBI or investigator. Do also, if you kill people, you're going to jail. Fair enough. True. Period. True. And it's hard for people to show sympathy for you. Do your race and your age when you just going so hard. Sure. Yeah. So la- one last takeaway: there's probably someone in Netflix that's just salivating over buying the rights to this story. Uh, <laughs> probably, especially with the song. Hence the dumber shit. Now I really don't want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna kill you one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> Some eighty year old lady come up to you, just grab your dick, be like, shh. Yeah. Like, well, an- well, another situation like that. Messy shit, Mr. Brown. Shit about to get real messy. Messy shit, when Mr. Brown. Shit about to get Taco Bell messy. Wow. Taco Bell messy. He comes up with a new version every time. Crab broil messy. DJ Khaled. Extra butter. And you know what's best about this version of the song? It's relatable. Absolutely. We all been to Taco Bell. I was bowing my head. I like that one. You flatter me. Starting on you, off of me, you're right. That's right. That's right. It's my resolution to give you a good song. By the end of it, maybe I'll end this one after you have one. Hey, baby. Yo, what's good, everybody? So, we've been talking about, like, I guess a little bit, like, you know, teens and accountability. I want to go on a lighter note with this. Um, so, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. This is kind of messy, kind of silly, and kind of sad if you think about it. Like, maybe where it says where we are in society is Gen Z, but <laughs> but you know, so there's this crazy tick, you know, TikTok course is like it's the pulse of the culture at this point, right? Ugh. You know, whether you, whatever way you feel about it, TikTok is here and it influences a lot of shit for sure. China, China, China. 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 That's a whole other thing. China. So anyway, so uh, there's a so there's a popular TikTok trend that's going on right now with the kids and teenagers. Basically, what they're doing is these teens are like basically getting their parents and they're recording a reaction. They're basically telling their parent that um, it's a prank, but like a favorite celebrity or a celebrity that they're familiar with has died. Now, the, of course, the, the celebrity really is, they're talking about it, hasn't actually passed away. But they're basically like recording their parents' reaction, like, oh my God. And then, you know, at the end, they're like, oh no, it's just a prank. <laughs> so, you know, it's how like, oh, I, funny, bro. I don't get how it's funny because, like, joking about death is just, I don't. I, don't, I, I just don't do that. This was what? Man, Angela, this might be a generational thing. Angela Bassett. Yeah, so Angela Bassett. So Angela Bassett's son got caught up into this. Um, so Angela, mm-hmm. ba- Angela Bassett and uh, Courtney Vance, their son, um, he, had a, he had a TikTok account. And he did a, he put a video up with, he basically was talking to his parents, like pretending that Michael B. Jordan died. <gasps> and, you know, of course, I didn't yeah, see the whole reaction. thing. I saw a little bit. Her reaction was like, <gasps> she was horrified. She looked as, she, she looked traumatized. acted like she really acted in yeah, that and, movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. And she was no, really no. upset. And then, no. and then, yeah, basically, it, you know, towards the end of it, he's like, oh, no, it's a prank. And then it cuts off pretty, much, pretty shortly after that. Yeah, because he got his ass wet, probably. Right, because then later he eventually later on had to post it. He posted a video on his TikTok later on, basically apologizing for this whole thing. And you can tell he looked like he'd been crying. And yeah, he got his ass wet. Probably. Well, we don't know for sure, but 
We, we probably allegedly. Allegedly, Paris got in there behind. Like, boy. shout out to Angela Bassett Holmes. <laughs> Yo, yes. I mean this with every ounce, dog. She is gorgeous. The older she gets, she stays gorgeous, dog. Oh, I thought you don't be your mom to, like that. I thought, you, <laughs> to, I thought right. you were gonna tell her to not rap about uh, beating her kid. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it might be like, like, we like, hey, auntie. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but is this maybe is this like a generational thing where like you know. We, like why the, cause we're like why, what is funny about this like joking about death I just, it's just something I would never do yeah. well it's just well see it goes back to what I was saying earlier like like this generation is just finding ways to top each other at this point of just being an asshole you know what I'm saying so now now the the lines of morality are getting blurred now it's it's funny to joke about someone dying you know what I'm saying and it's I think they're just, they're just right. desensitized when I was young my, my, my uh, cousin no. played a joke on oh, my well. um, aunt and the joke consisted of he went in the bathroom and splashed water on the ceiling, and then she went in the bathroom uh, after him to use the bathroom. And of course, the water was leaking. From That's the funny. Ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's it's funny. leaking in here, man. We was dying laughing for weeks. That's hilarious. That's a prank. Don't tell your mother Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan died. And if you really, it's kind of fucked up when you really think about it, because consider how close she is to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah, that one hits harder because she knows she actually yeah. knows she knows these people. That's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. It's one thing with these kids, like these people don't really. I guess what the random kids were doing. So wait, is the prank is the prank to say that someone you know died? No, it's a celebrity. That a celebrity, uh, a, right? A, a famous person well, that they, they are a celebrity. A celebrity they're probably a fan of. So li- fan of. literally, he could have used anyone else but Michael B. <laughs> yeah, and we wouldn't have known about this. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Sure. Sure. But see, that's it. But see, that's what it is. Like if you if you say if you record. Um, saying to Angela Bassett, you know, uh, Shanika died. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't get as much attention as, as if you say if Michael B. Jordan died. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. But yeah, and I think the gag, from, I guess with the gag, this joke is like, you know, at least I'm, I'm trying to understand. Like, <laughs> please don't. Please don't try to understand. I, I mean, I, I don't like the crap one Gen Z like some people do. Because I think you got one thing, because I, I, I was saying earlier that they're desensitized to a lot I of I love shit. Gen Z, though. I, I love them. No, I, there's things I, I like about, a lot of things I like about I, I, There's a lot of things I admire about that generation. I won't go that, you know what I'm saying? It's not, but our parents can say the same thing about true. our generation. They, it's, always, it's always that thing with different generations. There's yeah. little shit we can critique, yeah. right? The previous generation always thinks the next generation is weirdos. But you got to realize, with Gen, the, the shit that Gen Z has actually seen, though, all these school shootings, like, every, every day. day. They, there's a lot of trauma, you know what I'm saying? Traumatic events that are COVID. constantly... Yeah, COVID. COVID. Went through a pandemic. You can turn you can go on social media today and see somebody get shot on live. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Which is insane to see me. somebody get decapitated on live. You, you yeah, know what somebody, somebody like, wanna go on their Facebook live and just kill somebody. Like we had that. Yeah, that's that's what that shit happened. No, the one that killed that old man. Remember when his girl broke up with him? And he was on went on Facebook Live and went to the old man and was like, say this name. And I forgot it was like Rashid or whatever. He's like who? Like this, he, she's the reason this is about to happen to you. He shot that eighty-year-old oh, man no. on live. Oh wow! Who was he to her? her? It was his girlfriend that broke up with him. Mm. And he was basically like, "I'm gonna kill somebody every so often until you answer my phone call." Oh no! So it was an eighty-year-old man that what was holding his bag. So Y'all didn't hear about this? Hey, look him up. He's called the Facebook killer. Like his girl basically was like, "I don't want to talk to you anymore." He's like, well, if you don't talk to me, I'm gonna start killing people to you and to you ask my phone call. This man was 80 years old with his bags and was like, yo. He was just wrong place, wrong time. Hold on, right, exactly. And he was like, say this name. And the guy was like, well, why? Like, this she's the reason this is about to happen to you. Shot that old man right on live. Now again, shout out to Gen Z, because the way he got caught was because his face was posted all on social media, sure. all on the news. He went to McDonald's. And when he went to McDonald's, somebody recognized him, it was a girl. Stalled him. I was like, hey, can you wait for your fries? Your fries going to take okay. a minute. Yeah. Went back, called 911. 911, got police got there. Shout out to the police on this occasion. They got there and got him a high speed chase. He killed himself before the police uh-huh. got to him. But he got caught. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. That, that, and that is, yourself, a great, <laughs> that is a great thing that, that, that you bring up. Um, and I, I am in no way, shape, or form taken away from that. But the, the, I guess the dark side of the Gen Z is this kid goes on Facebook Live and to get attention from this person, or honestly, probably from a no, lot No, 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 he was 40-something. He was not a kid. Oh, I'm sorry. He was 40-something. Right. Right. That's our generation. Okay, then. Yeah. <laughs> we were the problem. We, we were the problem. 
then okay, then, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, the fact social that media, that yeah, social that, media is just like it's a it's it's good. It has good needs to it. I would I, say, right? Like everything, every, man. Like made. everything does. Like everything, everything man. Made, made, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what's the takeaway from all of this? Don't do dumb stuff for social media. Try not to. Uh, it's, it's Man, that's a lot. I feel lot like falls under that. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're asking a lot, Flash. You're asking okay, a lot. Yeah, I think you know TikTok and all these social media platforms, right? You know, you know, it can get messy because you know people do a lot of crazy shit online because you know in search of attention or clout or whatever. Yeah. So you know, I think you just got to be. If you, I think just being be mindful of what you post on your social media. Period. In other words, especially way- if you're a offspring of a celebrity where you're going to you know if people find out oh this is so and so's mom so and so's dad that's just going to get attention to the point where it gets to TMZ and like TMZ puts it out and then now you gotta post yourself for apology I mean I'm sure it's parent you know we don't know if it, it got that ass probably yeah. oh, oh wait wait another whether it was whooping that ass or cussing the fuck out they got that ass good parenting right there good parenting shout out to them yeah, that was the parenting I, mean, I don't want you I don't want you I don't want you I don't want you as a son anymore the real bottom line Mr. Brown don't do dumb shit or you'll end up on messy shit. Absolutely. Mic drop. Well, <laughs> I don't see any better way than the end of there. <laughs> yep. With that being said, we appreciate every single one of y'all that listen. We appreciate all of you guys and the work that you've done. Facts. I'm just curious how long V lost. But as always, thank you for hanging with us. Enjoy. Peace. Peace. Don't do drugs. <laughs>